Pelosi's uh, husband. To Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show on the line for us right now. We have uh, Kayla Yafaliche. She is a public affairs leader with communication strategies for businesses and, and governments. And she's giving us a report straight from Canada, eh? To tell us what the heck is going on with Trudeau and talking about uh, proposing a complete freeze on handgun ownership. And then also something's going on with... Uh, allowing people to use drugs for their personal use. I mean, tell us what's going on, Kayla. Oh, hi there. Thank you so much for uh, having me on your show today. And, you know, I do just want to say the coverage and images coming out of our American sister networks is truly nothing short of uh, stomach turning. So on behalf of, I think, all Canadians, you know, our condolences, everyone impacted by the, the recent events there at your home. Um, you know, there is quite a bit going on today. I mean, where do you want to start? Where do you where do you well, want to Trudeau focus? is give us an understanding of what he wants to do with guns. In other words, he was starting to talk about yesterday that he wants to ban the sale of guns. I mean, what Canadian that's being chased by a grizzly bear will will will, will like that? <laughs> It's a fair question, but I mean, similar to you folks, you know, we do have our urban centers. We do have our rural centers. I mean, it's a difficult question to answer. There's been polling on the issue and, you know, polls do show that a significant number of Canadians want some sort of generally stricter gun laws. But the problem is nobody's really prescribing exactly what that means. And why I say that is it's important because Canadians actually believe the laws that would be put in place by their prime minister would actually do something to curb the gun crimes in Canada, which this legislation absolutely does not. In fact, it only targets, you know, legal law abortion law-abiding gun owners. Um, the, the timing of this legislation, though, is, is truly the real problem. You know, why are the Liberals introducing this? Why now? And not to sound too cynical, but for a lot of people here, it really does seem to be a gross politicization of, you know, a horrible tragedy that doesn't even belong to us. You know, forget the facts, the mechanics of the bill do nothing to address our actual gun-related issues. The urgency around this bill makes absolutely zero sense. Okay, wow. This is Craig Eaton. I, I have a question. It, it, what we've heard is that it's for handguns. What about long guns and, and other types of guns in Canada? Is this limited only to handguns? No. So this bill is a, it's a combination of two things. So a similar version of this bill was introduced in April 2020 following a mass shooting here in eastern Canada, which was, by the way, an illegal and unlicensed firearms that they found the, the shooter to use. Um, as that bill was going through our legislative process. Mr. Trudeau called an election that, quite frankly, nobody wanted. And by nature, that bill actually died. Um, so part of what that bill was, part of what that included, was a, um, a ban on 1,500 of what the minister and the prime minister at the time called assault-style firearms, which was affected immediately. So licensed legal gun owners were not allowed to sell, buy, trade these anymore. And included in this was the AR-15. In fact, at the time, the prime minister actually acknowledged that the change would impact law-abiding gun owners, but said something to the tune of, you know, no hunter needs that kind of firepower or something like that. So what was just announced was a reference to the buyback 
program, which was part of this original ban. So this ban actually offered to buy back these, what they referred to as assault-style firearms. Um, and, and part of this thing that was announced yesterday, um, and quite frankly, the details are sparse. I will add there was no evidence of an actual bill yesterday. There was no technical briefing for reporters. I mean, there was actually no sense of being prepared to actually announce this bill was coming. Um, but part of the announcement that came yesterday was that, you know, we're going to hear at some point this summer that that buyback program for these weapons, these 1500 banned weapons is going to begin. Kayla, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. Does Canada have an equivalent of a Second Amendment, a right to uh, own and bear arms that we have in the United States Constitution? Yeah, so I think that's actually a really critical point, and that is important for a couple of reasons, and especially for understanding the ideology behind why Canadians own and use legal guns. We do not, in our Constitution, have you know necessarily a right to bear arms. We don't even have necessarily a right to defend our property. So ideologically, you know, our need, our use for guns does come from, you know, more of like a heritage or cultural perspective. And quite frankly, people just like to do it because they enjoy the sport. They like the collection, you know, all of those reasons. So we, we, we don't have anything constitutionally that supports this. No, we got uh, two minutes left. Uh, and another question, I understand it just happened. Canada to temporarily decriminalize illegal drugs in British Columbia. Are you guys going to make British Columbia a drug drug price now? You know, British Columbia is a very uh, interesting special place in in Canada. You know, usually Quebec is the the province that gets all the special treatment um, and has done so, you know, historically and traditionally. But, but, um, you know, BC has asked for this exemption. They're the only province in Canada that has asked for this exemption. we still don't know, you know, the full extent of what this is going to look like, but it does look like that small amounts of um, some of these drugs are going to be permitted to help as what they say decriminalize, um, you know, the, these issues that they're having there. I, I, the, the main focus, they say, is to get, you know, the fentanyl off the streets. But we're going to see people, um, you know, in possession of small amounts of these drugs, um, you know, not face uh, the criminal charges that previously Kayla, were in um, place and are across Canada. How Kayla, does that I'm help honorary, drug addicts? I'm the honorary mayor of Victoria, British Columbia. Oh. And, I, and I take umbrage at that decision. <laughs> you know, honorary it, mayor. I am. Know, I'm the honorary mayor. John, did you know that? Yeah, well, he mentioned Honorary mayor. I am the honorary mayor of Victoria, British Columbia. I think you go up there and they're going to shoot you. He's got to get involved <laughs> in this. got to get involved in this. Now I'm still trying to ban. figure out how legalizing drugs helps drug addicts. I don't understand. How, how does that help them? Yeah, so this is, you know, we, we just talked about, like, the gun ban before. As you can see, you know, I'm definitely not an expert in this field, and I can't speak to, you know, the behind-the-scenes pieces of that, but, you know, our our prime minister does sometimes, like in the case of this, you know, gun ban, we just talked about make decisions that really, you know, we're not sure are actually in tune with, you know, the electorate. I will re- remind you guys that we actually, he actually doesn't have a majority government in Canada, which means he doesn't have, you know, the majority of the votes. He has a majority of the seats. It's a complicated issue, but he actually can't. Is there a Supreme that. Court in Canada to, for somebody to appeal to? There certainly is. Um, it is a you know a, a, a rigorous process, um, but there is a Supreme Court. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming in. We have to go to a break, and and we'll talk to you again real soon when you have any hot news. 
please call WABC and we'll put you on right away because our Canadian listeners deserve to know the truth. Well, I uh, appreciate you having me on and uh, look forward to chatting with you folks again. Take care. Take care. Lydia, we have some breaking news before we go to break. Yeah. Um, do you want to hit that breaking, breaking news? news? There you go. WABC. New York City Mayor Adams will continue to retain control of city public schools under a deal struck by state lawmakers, but the first-term mayor will have to be back in Albany sooner than he had hoped, and he'll also be tasked, there will be some strings attached to this deal. So instead of getting four years, he's only going to get two years, and there are also some other strings there. So it looks like well, uh, he made a deal. That if, if, he, if he breaks their chops about bail, bail control, yep. if, if he breaks their chops about bail laws, then uh, they're going to take away school control? I Probably. Mean, what kind of games are being played here? It's all total That's games. all they do is it's play games. It's one big game. Well, let's take a break, and I understand we're going to come back with Dr. Michalos, and there's a lot of people getting sick around town, and he's going to report about it.